defend me from those that rise up against me. Deliver me from the workers of inequity. And save me from the bloody men. Look. Good afternoon, Meatsuits. Welcome back to Read It Weep. This is episode number 56. We have now done as many episodes as there were signers on the original Declaration of Independence. Not surprisingly, we have uh, more Facebook fans than many of those original signers, including Button Gwynwit of South Carolina, who is only two, and I'm one of them. Booyah. <laughs> that guy's name is Button. Yeah, Button. Isn't that great? Uh, we are the podcast about bad books, movies, and television, and today we are talking about Eat, Pray, Love, the movie. Joining us today, we have a very special panel. First of all, he's gotten out of his slightly awkward marriage and can finally pursue his dream of exploring the world of depression. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Steven. Hey, uh, I'm insufferable, so pay attention to me for two hours. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, new Ezra. Uh, uh, also, he's your Brazilian boyfriend, and he looks pretty good for being 120. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris. Hey there. I have inappropriate relationships with my children. What's up? kind of do. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, I, uh, we'll talk about it later. Also joining us today, uh, <laughs> she might ha- not have any skeletons in her closet, but she does have a box of baby stuff under her bed. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome a new guest, Jen, to the program. Oh, well, hello, and you can count on me to be judgmental. <laughs> Always good to have that around. Uh, also, as of course, I'm your host. Uh, you fell in love with me the moment I improvised the line, when I am with you, I hear dolphins clapping. Uh, and I put that into your bad, but not quite that bad play. My name is Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. How's it going? Hey, guys. I like that she fell in love with a guy who ran over her with a car, and then she also fell in love with a guy who was in her train wreck of a play. Yeah. He made his way to the trunk, opened it like, huh? A treasure chest was removed. Cops said he'll be back next month, but we call corrupt people paying dues. Now when the bruise is blurred, as they Before we talk more about the, the, the movie in a bad way, I think uh, we need to summarize. So, Chris, uh, I would like you, you have 45 seconds, to summarize this movie in the style of a crazy rich lady writing a heartwarming email to all of her friends back home asking for money. Oh my god. Okay. And just, you know, uh, my girlfriend and I will be sitting, she'll be on my lap, and we'll be smiling as we read the email together, because that's the kind of relationship we have. Oh, okay. Yeah. You smile at the same time. That's sweet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> three, two. Oh god, I'm so freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> Dear friends, I know that if I were home right now, I'd be doing body shots off your bare ass at a birthday party. But instead of that, I'm traveling for the year. I'm eating everything I can possibly find in Italy and then complaining when I gain five pounds over the course of four months. Then in India, I get an annoying nickname from a guy who doesn't quite sell his lines while I study at an ashram. (laughs) And then I find myself in Bali where I'm going to use my wealth and my connections to irresponsibly help the person who I know nothing about, nor do I trust her. I'm asking for your money, but more often, I'm asking to watch Julia Roberts backlit for two and a half hours. (laughs) Way to mention the backlit, Chris. And that's the book. By the way, Jen, in the future, we will not do uh, knowing glances and high fives, because it's radio. Uh, So say something like, Fucking A, backlit! (laughs) <laughs> Fucking A, yeah, I noticed that too. I, I picked up on your knowing glances. Don't worry about it. Oh, good, yeah. thanks. 
it's definitely time to do a compliment sandwich before we do any more of this. So, uh, as always, we like to start and end the show, mostly, uh, with a compliment so that it seems like fair criticism. We can uh, then put the crap in the middle. So, Jen, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the compliment round. Which would you prefer? I will go first. Excellent choice. Please compliment away. Well, what I really enjoyed and would like to compliment is... um. The breaking of cliches in this movie, I thought that the role reversal in the divorce scene was delightful, uh, in that her husband was desperate and needy and clingy, and usually that's the woman's role, so I yeah. was pleased to see that. Billy Crudup was clearly menstruating during that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go second? Because this is the most obvious compliment, but I really want to give it because it's related to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry to take this one, but it's definitely my favorite. But uh, he's representing himself during the divorce uh, proceedings as his own lawyer, and he says, my client would like to enter a song into the record that he wrote <laughs> called You're a Quitter. Yeah. And then he acapellas a, har- a heavy metal hardcore song about how she shouldn't be divorcing him, which is so <laughs> wonderful and not in the book and awesome and not in the book and better than in the book. And not on the soundtrack, unfortunately. <laughs> I really want to know if he did that during the actual divorce, because that is just... So, I mean, how do you divorce that? I think you do. You divorce it fast. <laughs> <laughs> With speed, Alex. <laughs> With speed metal. I'm actually um, working on a recording of the Quitter Quitter song. I'm going to chop and screw it down, and you can find it on iTunes as a rave... Uh, Techno beat later. Yeah. That'll be coming out in September. Could you give us a quick clip of that song? No, no, because I want you to pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, uh, Steven, it is your turn to go third then. Um, Okay, so I just got contacts recently. Dude, good for you. (laughs) Thank you. I I just got them about two weeks ago, and, you know, like they say, like, you can see a little bit better with contacts and with glasses and everything. So I have to say that this picture... Um, it had the clearest uh, picture of any movie I had ever seen. <laughs> that is so generous of you. <laughs> I, I mean it, too. I'm sad that it was this movie that you saw with your new contacts. I know. I should have seen, like, Inception or, or something exactly. yeah. before. But, no, it was uh, just, like you said, Julia Roberts' backlit. I saw a lot of her hair wisps. <laughs> <laughs> your big, big teeth. Um, oh, I, I would like to talk about the teeth. I, I would too. I will, talk, I will talk about the teeth right now because it's part of my compliment. Boom. Boom. Nice. Nicely done. So this movie at first, you know, opens up with her as the book does, you know, crying at night and praying to God in desperation. And they had a great artistic choice to make it a scary scene. They had these pictures <laughs> of, like, her life, like, on the mantle, and there was a shadow covering, like, just a picture of Julia Roberts, like, with her mouth open in, like, happy surprise. <laughs> so it covered up her eyes, and all you saw was this big mouth coming right at you. And I was like, ah! <laughs> and then, you know, it gave me the right amount of terror to, you know, sympathize with her existential crisis. That, I, I that was scary too. shit. Yeah, it was some scary shit. She's got some chompers. Steven? No? Uh, I, I just was 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 she wearing sunglasses in that photo too? I remember seeing that and thinking it was a donkey. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I only recognize a donkey that has sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> without a, without your glasses, donkey, I almost didn't recognize you. <laughs> I guess I just invited you guys into my psyche. <laughs> 
I, you guys were all talking about her teeth, like that was the thing that everybody notices. I was so caught up in her lips, I was like, it's a good thing this is widescreen, because otherwise she'd be cutting off two-thirds of her mouth. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a full package. The bad extra teeth and the enormous lips, you, they're, they're together. It's peanut butter and jelly. You have to talk about both. At one point, yeah. she started getting ready to make out with the Brazilian man, and I was like, guy, don't go into this unless you've, like, you left yourself some lines so you could find your way out when you're done. <laughs> her mouth is gonna squall up all your breadcrumbs. Oh, now I feel bad for Julia Roberts. She's she's fine. She's rich. She's doing yeah. Really <laughs> she has two poorly named children. She's okay. Oh, what are their names? I, I think one is Hansel and the other is Cement. <laughs> 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 Alright, so uh, now, uh, since we are done with our compliment sandwich, it's time for our regular movie feature uh, of Lightning Bonus Round. Lightning Bonus Round is like the rest of our show, except it's faster, and as soon as somebody says Lightning Bonus Round, your joke is over. So, to begin Lightning Bonus Round, uh, anybody have something that they've been putting off wanting to talk about, but uh, want to talk about it now? Um, I, I like how James Franco played a character that never showered. <laughs> he was always greasy and looked like he had his, his v-neck was at least three weeks without washed oh god he's good looking this is the brazilian guy no this no. is uh, actor this oh guy. this is actor boyfriend yeah <laughs> what a douche pensive he always looks pensive that's that's the broody quality that girls like about him which i mean which is perfect for this particular character i suppose although in this case i think she had more reason to leave in the book it was like he like, gets all grumpy whenever she's nice to him. But in the movie, it's like, well, actually, he's legitimately an embarrassingly bad actor. So <laughs> yeah. it's good oh, to break up with him. That, their relationship, how abruptly it changed. Like, it seemed like it was going great. And then all of a sudden, he just like, get up off the fucking floor. <laughs> <Where'd that come> <laughs> <up>? <laughs> all right. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. I want to say a really related thing, which is uh, the way the relationship changed with her husband. Oh, yeah. Because uh, in the book, they don't talk at all about her relationship with her husband and why it goes bad because she doesn't want to, like, embarrass her husband. And then in the in the movie, this is where her relationship goes bad. They're in the car, and she says, hey, we're going to go to Aruba. And then he goes, I'd like to go back to school. And she gives him the we're about to get divorced look. Yeah, but you can take it back to the root, which is, you know, when they got married, they had this, this flashback to the wedding scene between uh, Julia Roberts and Billy Crudup. And, um, you know... They were going to play this song, and, you know, she had planned every inch of her wedding, and, like, their first dance was going to be this one song, and it's a different song that he snuck in there and starts doing karate kick dancing to while she just stands trying to almost look amused with the entire thing. I think we should do a, a, a quick survey of the women on the show. Uh, I, I practical, practical jokes during the first song of your wedding, good or bad? Uh, good if it's the couple planning it and it's like, hey, surprise all of our friends and relatives. Oh. We're funny people if it's together. But if you're oh. the bride getting pranked on your wedding day, fuck you and divorce coming soon. Coming in okay. eight years and then we're fucking yeah. done. Yeah. Coming I, to theaters had, next summer. I've had this plan to hijack the first wedding song and just make it Everybody Hurts. <laughs> and then she'll follow it up with uh, Pearl Jam's Better Man. 
That's, and, that's, I'm just going to have that on a CD in case I get pranked on my wedding day. <laughs> and then, and then you'll, wa- you'll storm out, and then he'll start singing Quitter, 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 Quitter. Which I hit. will have Which, already made. Yeah, into yeah, a yeah, see, your own club hit. Exactly. You'll yeah. get the royalties. Make some money off of your prank wedding. <laughs> see? It all worked out. Lightning bonus round. Um, Lightning bonus talking round. about failed relationships, I would just like to share with our listening audience that I received Eat, Pray, Love, the book, as an anniversary gift. And that relationship did not work out. What, what anniversary was this? It, it was some month in between one and nine. uh okay uh quick survey of the gentleman in the room uh if you're expected to buy anniversary gifts for the months between one and nine is this gonna is this a good or a bad sign for you uh it's never a good sign especially if they're baby clothes (laughs) (laughs) lightning bonus round lightning bonus round um uneven editing i wish there was more editing this movie was too long (laughs) I'm not sure I needed India at all. <laughs> Lightning bonus round? Yeah. Uh, where Where Lightning is her round. luggage? Yeah. Never in oh, a movie. Great point. You know, she was, she was gone for a year, and <laughs> I didn't see even a backpack. She bought at least couple. 13 pairs of jeans in Italy because she kept gaining weight. Where were those for the rest of the movie when she, like, had to scale them back? Can I ask a question about that? What pair of jeans was he trying to try on in the dressing room? Like, why wouldn't she just... She was trying to get bigger jeans, so why would she try to try on smaller ones? I didn't understand that. All right, quick survey of the girls in the room. Because I was wondering that, too. Like, you're at a store with an infinite number of sizes. Why not just buy the next biggest size? What was going on there? Here's the thing. is You, you want to admit, okay, I used to be a size 8. Now I'm going to have to move up a size... But it's going to be 10. You're no way are you. You're not a 12. I, see. I mean, you haven't really let yourself go that much. So you have to squeeze into a 10. Okay. okay. And at the point where the, a person has actually got a crowbar and a jack and is trying to close the pants, at that point you go, this hurts. I'm a 12? No. No. You say to yourself, they're going to be tight for the first couple days. But jeans <laughs> break in just like shoes. Lightning bonus round. Um, so the last, um, I, I, the, the book didn't have a plot and I really loved how this movie tried to force in a plot in the last five minutes by, uh, making her, yeah, like I'm making her break up with him for literally, I think it probably was like 120 seconds (laughs) (laughs) film time where like, it's just this, this really contrived way of being like, oh shit, we forgot to actually have a conflict in this movie. Yeah, oh, poor Javier Bardem. I like him a lot. I loved the boat because this 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 came out of nowhere. Where he's like, "Let's go on a boat trip," and she goes, "No, that's too similar to me committing to you for a long time in real life." And he just looks kind of annoyed. And I really wanted him to say, "Get in the fucking metaphor, okay? <laughs> just get in the metaphor and go. This is taking too much time." Yeah. But I love that his solution wasn't like, "I'm gonna like you know be pouty." He's like, "Okay, well, I'm getting in the boat." And he just goes and has a good weekend. He has him a little time, you know? Also, also, he says, we're going to go. It's going to go to this private island. It'll just be you, me, and 400 pirates. Parrots. It was parrots. It, it really was, It was parrots. It sounded so much like pirates. I was really excited about <laughs> going to Treasure Island. Either way, it's horrifying, and that's not how to woo a woman. <laughs> 400 pirates. It is if she has a thing for swarthy amputees. <laughs> Oh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Richard from Texas has an emotional <laughs> scene where he confesses about his son, and I stopped listening a little bit. And he's so. sort of, he like, he's sort of like... Uh... This is my lightning bonus round right now, Alex. <laughs> I'm trying to help. Um, no, I'm doing fine on my own. I just want to point out that the entire confession emotional scene was shot in profile because neither one of them are good actors, and they, they were like, mm, these people don't know how to cry for real. Let's just turn them totally profile, and the audience won't notice. <laughs> well, I like Richard Jenkins. I think he's a good actor, but even oh, yeah. he wasn't able to sell the scene. It was a terrible scene. Okay, and what I was going to say a second ago was that he, like, he cry-raped her. Like, he, he didn't say, let's have a talk about me. He was like, sit the fuck down, Liz. <laughs> I'm going to cry at you, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, lighting one is around. Speaking of that scene, it, when she's on the roof in the book, it says that she summons the spirit of her husband, and then her spirit and her husband's spirit, like, are this glowing blue light, and they dance together. Mm-hmm. Um, I was excited to see this scene because Billy Crudup played her ex-husband, and he also played Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen. <laughs> so I was expecting to see the return of Dr. Manhattan, like, the blue light glowing, dancing with Julia Roberts. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen the Watchmen. What does Dr. Manhattan do? He's naked and all-powerful and glows blue. Like the Avatar guy? Kinda, only with, like, superpowers. Yeah. Does he fight crime with his nudity? Yeah, he does. (laughs) He also single-handedly won the Vietnam War with his nudity. So, there you go. Wait, for for the side of the North? Uh, For the side... No, it's like an alternate... Uh, I'm so done with this. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize. This one's... On me, I <laughs> <laughs> up half, get bored with themselves halfway through a sentence. Lightning bonus round. Hold on. Lightning bonus round. All right. Uh, when she gets to Italy, there is a cliche that I did appreciate, where girls come to Italy and they want two things: pasta and sausage. And I have one word to say: true. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, pasta and dick. Oh, that's what that meant. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was I was seeing some blank stares. I was like, I didn't know girls like chorizo so much. <laughs> no, that's what they they go to Italy to get a little Mexican dick. <laughs> Probably should have chose a different kind of sausage there. Yeah, like Italian sausage, Italian maybe. Sausage. <laughs> it's Italian sausage. That actually brings up a question I have. Like, is the the joy of the book and movie? Is it to uh, to see her example and then to find, like, do your own trip and, like, learn your own life lessons? Or is it to learn the lessons through her? Like, do you need to have your own journey or can you just use hers? No, it's definitely to have your own journey, right? I mean, because she learns that, um, oh, I like Brazilian dick by the end, right? (laughs) The tagline for the movie is, let yourself go this August, which isn't going to make sense later when you buy the DVD, but <laughs> I think I think the point is uh, that we're all supposed to be letting ourselves go. That's the message. Find your own journey. And by let yourself go, does that mean grow facial hair and yeah, stop shaving Fo- your face? Focus on yourself constantly. Yeah, yeah. I like you you use. Uh, Grow facial hair and stop shaving your le- legs. So you either have a butch m- girl or a really girly man. <laughs> In your example, let sense. yourself go. Whatever. <laughs> <Do it. laughs> 
whatever it is. I'm going to let myself go. I'm going to start shaving my legs because I'm I'm a mess. (laughs) Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. There was some there was some all right food porn in the movie as far as eat. It wasn't as much as I wanted to be, but when she made that yeah. breakfast for herself with like yeah, asparagus that was breakfast. That, was that breakfast looked bomb. It was like asparagus and eggs and some other stuff, and it was just I, like I had mm. smoked salmon this morning because of that breakfast. No, wow. who wants asparagus ever? But for <laughs> breakfast, it's not really a breakfast. Food. It's not even a brunch food. It, it looked like the asparagus was just a vehicle to get the olive oil. Inside yeah, it was the olive oil. Which I, yeah. I was, like that. That came across as gross to me. The way the olive oil was poured on, and I was like, "Oh, is she gonna fuck this asparagus?" <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't getting an even coating on the shaft, dude. <laughs> now I think we're missing the point that Alex has divulged some information that he uses. Extra virgin olive oil as a lubricant <laughs> in his own personal life. I have no good don't... defense for that except that it's a healthy oil. <laughs> Rich and omega three. Yes. You know. <laughs> Got a low smoke point though, so that's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> good so when they start heating up. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's the end of lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round, everybody. Ding ding ding. Yeah. Hey Steven, um, I saw on Facebook that your uh, your team had to go in for a raid recently. Yeah, it got uh, actually really, really heated, really intense. So um, I uh, I recently became a SWAT team member, and uh, there was a bank robbery, and uh, we were sent in. There was a whole hostage standoff thing, um, but we 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 went in, and uh, I was actually first in, and I actually got shot a couple times. Whoa! Yeah, I mean, it was. Sound, uh, I'm glad you sound okay. Yeah, I ended up being okay. That uh, what happened was I had an audiobook. I was listening to an audiobook at the time from Audible.com, and um, I the 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 audiobook I think like kind of stopped the bullets from from reaching my body. It was amazing. They just kind of stopped right in front of me. Wait, wait a second. So you went to AudiblePodcast.com/slash Read and Weep. Mm-hmm. You got a free audiobook. Yeah, you like put it in. You like put it on your iPod or something to like pump yourself up while you're going into this this situation. Yeah, that's what we do. Right, and then bullets came at your chest and stopped mm-hmm. right where a vest might go. Right, where, where a vest might go, but it wasn't it wasn't a vest. It was the audiobook from Audible.com. Um, so, like hypothetically, if you'd been at a at a wedding, you'd be wearing a tuxedo. You might have had a vest in that area. Um, I mean, but because you were a SWAT team member, uh, it would have been made out of bullet stopping material, not a tuxedo vest. Well, I think either way, I don't think it matters what I was wearing. I think I could have been, probably could have been, like, nude going into this robbery and just, it was, I, it was the audiobook. I, I, I don't, I don't get why you're not getting I mean, it sounds like what you're describing is, like, very standard bullet-stopping, bulletproof vest. No, you're wrong. Was there some slight bruising where the bullets would have hit? Uh, yeah, but I think that's because I didn't have the volume turned all the way up. <laughs> Audible.com, 72,000 titles. Go in nude, come out alive. Hey, 
guys, now it is time for my personal favorite segment. This is a game called No Retreat, No Surrender, named after this really corny 80s movie where the main character is kind of dumb and worthless, but his friend is this awesome, like, freestyling, skateboarding, always around, really happy dude. And you're like, I'd rather see a movie about that guy. Why are we watching this guy's movie? So uh, that's what we do is we pick minor characters from the movie or book that we just participated in, and we imagine what their lives would be like. So who from this movie would you guys have rather seen a movie be made about? No, uh, no surrender. Maybe uh, Felipe's son in Australia. Oh, you took mine. <laughs> Why would you want to see his movie so much? Uh, well, honestly, just because he seemed like uh, the only likable person, and uh, he's, he's in college. <laughs> like, it would probably be just be an awesome like college coming of age movie set in Australia, so you know there are no holds barred. <laughs> <laughs> They're just doing a half Nelson willy nilly. <laughs> That's right. Basically because it would be a completely different movie. A lot of beer, a lot of sex, and a lot of nudity. Right. One of my favorite lines from the book was when he, when uh, Elizabeth says that that Brazilian guy undressed her the way he undressed his kids. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, Jen. <laughs> it's fucking creepy. It, it really is. When he uh, kissed her the way he kisses his right, kids. Right, and yeah, so in the movie they were like, no, 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 he kisses his kids the way he kisses Elizabeth. So he... Like, like you undress your kids, like, okay, both arms up. <laughs> but, but now put your head through. I mean, Time for the pajama train. <laughs> she was wearing footy pajamas at the time, so it made sense. Like, no, uh, no, actually, I think the exact line was, he undressed her with the confidence of a man who'd gotten a lot of kids ready for bedtime. Uh, just, That's just, horrifying. She's really good at getting kids naked. <laughs> was she complimenting Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was like that was like a really turned her on. Well, she's into that then, so you know. Right. Let, let, just... let yourself go. This August. <laughs> 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 All right. No, no retreat. No surrender. Who else uh, has a character they want to follow? I do. Uh, when she's eating that first plate of spaghetti, and she has sex with <laughs> spaghetti, there's a couple <laughs> that is making out. And he's, like, going to second base right there yeah. in a public square by yeah. a fountain. And I would like to see their sexual frolickings around Italy. I just would have rather seen that. <laughs> just them getting to second base on a, on a statue. Or on, third. On... Or, you know, <laughs> all of the bases. You'd like to see just, her. Just I'd like, like the... the full baseball game. That's her diddled in the Coliseum. Yeah, ruins. but I've never diddled, diddled that's third base. <laughs> Is it? But we don't we don't say diddle. Okay. In adult. Hey, diddle, diddle, the cat and the fiddle. Oh, see, that just got dirty. Oh, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would I would like to see them make out on top of anything. I agree. I'd like a montage where it's like here's that like you know we get some good like you know zany kooky music and it's just them like cut to them like making out here and there and on top of a statue and under a rock and you know just like. You know, with the Pope. <laughs> pope is just standing there. No, this it's movie could have used about ten minutes of, like, hardcore pornography. In the <laughs> Involve pasta. Right. <laughs> I would also like to see a movie about the Balinese drummer who just is like, hey guys, want to go swimming? Here's what my junk looks like. 
That was yeah, cool. he was great. He was like Malibu Ken, man. He's wearing like a, a aqua. Oh, pink top. disagree. <laughs> he was not Malibu Ken. He was just straight up American Ken. Malibu like... Ken is brunette. <laughs> <laughs> okay, point. point I guess I'm gonna have to go with her. No, you're you're totally right. But he did look like a Ken doll, and he, uh, you know, was very willing to get naked. I mean, in general, I can't recommend dating drummers, but this guy was kind of fun. So. Yeah, no, bassist. Bassist. You gotta, you have to really? date the bass player of any band. Yes. Really? I would assume that it would be singer, guitarist, bass player, drums. No, the bass player knows what keyboards. He knows how to diddle the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, the guitar player just diddles the same thing, but with two extra strings. The bass player just gets confused when two things are going on at the same time. He holds down the beat. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Please do. Um, you know, actually, who I would want to watch a movie about is the the, the people who walked out of her play. <laughs> <laughs> they were the most relatable characters. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really resented them because I, I am a director and actor, and I don't want people thinking it's okay to talk and leave my plays. And I think that this movie has now advocated that behavior is okay. Well, it's, Question, it's, have any of your plays contained the line, I hear the sound of dolphins clapping? Well, I'm not a playwright, but I am going to find one and put that line in it. Let's pause for a moment and imagine the sound of a dolphin clapping. Is that, like, lovely? Is that, like, bells ringing? Yeah, it's just... Oh, ee- and then... <laughs> no, it's, it sounds like you were in college and your roommate was having sex and you could hear it. It sounds like that. Because you, because they thought you were sleeping. Yeah, it just. <laughs> can, can someone help me out? What's clapping against what? In a, when a dolphin. dolphin uh, I think it's. I think it's pectoral fin on pectoral fin, right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's time for our uh, final segment of the regular portion of the show. It's time for the other half of the compliment sandwich. So we will go in reverse order that we went at the beginning of the show, which means Chris is up first. Okay. Uh, my minor compliment is that I love piles of people. And <laughs> in Italy, after they eat their Thanksgiving meal, but before the turkey is done, you see the family like, and all the friends are just, like, strewn out on couches. Like, this person is leaning against this person who has their head against this person. And it's just this, like... Nice little uh, puzzle where you could put the entire dinner party together, and they were all just piled up, and I thought it was cute. Uh, Quick survey of everybody. Has anyone ever been to a party that actually, like, ended in a sleeping pile like that? Last night? Yes. (laughs) For real? Uh, Either of you? For real, you've done that? Yes. Yes, for real. Last night? Okay, uh, because I have never been, like, I've never been at a party where I was like, I am so tired, I'm not going to get this stranger's head off my knee. At least I would be covered in olive oil if I... <laughs> in the mail. By that... <laughs> yes. All right, moving right along. Stephen, it's time for your compliment. Okay, I like how uh, they uh, tricked... It became clear that uh, Felipe was uh, actually an asshole because he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he said at one point uh, he was living in Bali because he has an import-export business and he can do that from anywhere is what he said. Yeah. But then he later said, I have to be in Bali to run my business. So he fucking lied because he didn't want to leave. 
<laughs> well, I mean, he wanted her to get in the boat. He didn't want to move to Manhattan for her. Yeah, no, I, that, that's fine. It's just I thought it was funny that, like, you know, there's only so many lines of dialogue you can have in a movie, and there's two that directly contradict. <laughs> All right, so here's my, my compliment. I'm not, and I'm not positive this is actually a compliment, so work, with, work through it with me. They changed Chris's favorite line from the book. Yeah. Instead of Richard from Texas saying that there were mosquitoes big enough to rape a chicken, he says that there were mosquitoes big enough to stand flat-footed and screw a chicken, uh, implying that the chickens <laughs> in the movie would consent to being fucked by a mosquito, which yep. is a fascinating decision. Also that mosquitoes have feet. <laughs> I mean, when they're that size, they, they'd at least be wearing shoes, I guess. Yeah, they, they wear sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, my compliment uh, has to do with Julie Roberts' hair throughout the movie. And we have discussed that she's backlit throughout, I'd say, 85% of the film. But specifically, she always has a red carpet hairstyle that could not be achieved without somebody else doing her hair. And I thought that was really pretty, and I was jealous. Of her hair looking like carpet? No, like a like you have your hair done when you are going to be on the red carpet. Oh, 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 oh. She has kind of red hair, so I thought... Her hair was mostly tremendous or other times under a hat. So, right. yeah, I agree. That's sassy, and I was jealous. I also really like the word malaria. I think it's a beautiful sounding word. I don't like its definition, but I'm happy when I hear it. Malaria. Yeah. In fact, Julia Roberts, I think her, she, her kids are Anastasia and malaria. Yeah. So. Well, now this is time for my absolutely favorite segment. Uh, you'll excuse us, guests, uh, but Chris and I and uh, Stephen's perfect impression of Ezra which is just impeccable so much that you'll think it was Ezra recorded three weeks ago, but it's not. It's Steven right now with a really good impression. Uh, but the three of us are going to answer some listener mail. So, Chris, why don't you read us the first question? I have no yeah. idea how to pronounce this name. Any of the names. <laughs> yeah. Let's just call her by her initials. Uh, A-R-L-M-B. R-L-M-B. <laughs> if you were given the option to either have your skin tone changed permanently to an unflattering shade of green in exchange for one immortal, flying, talking, intelligent, non-allergenic, adorable kitten, or to remain normal and not receive said miraculous kitten. Which would you choose and why? This is a question for any or all of you. Which means Ezra. Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> would you be green like me for, for a kitten? I, I know my answer. What's your answer? You're not a cat um, person? No, well, so so here's the, thing. Yeah, the, uh, the green thing for me. That's that's just the red herring or the green herring. Ha ha ha. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a Commodore Sickles. Yeah, it was. That's there. what I tried to do. Um, okay, so but just disregard it, right? Because the point is, do you want to be dealing with uh, a flying, talking kitten forever? And I say, right. no. and however, you know, she doesn't say. And it's going to stay a kitten forever. She says it will never die, but eventually it's just going to be a sassy, uptight, 
flying immortal, never paying attention to you machine. Yeah, right. And if so, it can fly uh, and talk, and it's incontinent when it's old, uh, yeah, I don't want actually. Any of that. I think the idea, the, the whole, one of the things that's wonderful about cats uh, that makes them worth having is that they can't fly and thus escape from you. And I think if it was intelligent, could talk and fly, uh, it might leave me because I'm ugly and green. And go yeah, find somebody else to hang out with. Talk about what would oh. a cat be like? You know, what does this kitten see in me? That's what I want to know. Yeah, this kitten sees. I'm adorable. Yeah. I'm adorable. I'm gonna anyway. have to. I'm gonna have to say. Wait, wait. Either have your skin changed to green for one mortal kitten, or to remain normal and not receive. Okay, so yeah, so the yeah. section option was the status quo. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say this is not worth it in the deal. You're gonna have to add something to this kitten. Like maybe the kitten can. Uh, cook or do other chores because then we take it forever i mean <laughs> since then we take it but this is not a race thing <laughs> I, I mean if they wanted to change me into uh someone who could fly talk uh yeah what the hell and, immortal and not, you know then, then I'd, I'd be green i'd be like the a smart hulk <laughs> <laughs> that, Man, that I, wouldn't sneeze a lot i yeah. would take i would take the shade of green for any one of to get one of the adjectives she gave to the kid. I would love to be talking. able to talk. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, intelligently talking. <laughs> That's two. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Anyone but talking. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to be non-allergenic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Specifically, I want to fly. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Well, that's it. Thank you, everybody, so much for joining us uh, on Read It Weep. We really appreciate having you. Look for us again next week, where we will be starting Glenn Beck's novel, The Overton Window. Oh, really? Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Kind of dramatic. Uh, I'm just so balls out excited for this book. <laughs> <laughs> I know very little about Glenn Beck. We're gonna see how this goes. Uh, I know. All I know is that I saw. A, uh, a trailer, like a, an actual like YouTube trailer for the Overton window, which was like clouds and angry words floating by. And, what were like, the angry and, words? And they were like Anne Rand quotes. Oh, wow. It was like... It, I mean, it's basically like Anne Rand said in the future instead of in, in the past. Ew. Um, yeah, we're, gonna, we're going to love this shit. So, uh, <laughs> please join us for that next week. If you want to read along with us, you can actually get the book for free on Audible. How cool is that? By going to audiblepodcast.com slash weep. Sign up for the free trial and get a free copy of the audiobook. And also, more importantly, that's how we pay for the show. So, please do that for us because we really appreciate it. You get to keep the book even if you cancel the subscription. That's it. Uh, oh, oh, Jen, um, Stephen, you're not a guest anymore, so you don't get this opportunity. Uh, Jen, uh, do you have anything specific you want to pimp? Obviously, you do a lot of shows and productions in the Portland area. Do you have a, a bloggy thing? A uh, hilarious cat video? Anything? <laughs> a slight word of warning. Uh, we have had reports of creepy fans. How about this answer? Hey, if you want to know more about me, you're just going to have to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good plug. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's it. Thank you, everybody. Talk to us uh, next week. Goodbye. Nothing. <laughs> 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 <laughs>